We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. Hmm, Yes, instead of one minute long, it is now 30 plus. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor. And he's been a managing editor here before. Now he's just a guy that's hopped up on everything. He's Brandon from the internet. Dude, I am... Hopped up on jazz. everything. I'm hopped up on everything, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you... Um, I don't I don't know what to say. Neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain, but if you are, let us know what we get wrong, or possibly even what we get right. It is very rare that... The one person who reaches out to us to correct us or tell us what we do right is Brandon's brother, and it's always wrong. Yeah, I feel like um, th- this is this is less. I mean, like definitely do uh, sh- reach out on the social medias, mm. and and you go to full ninety. I think it's full ninety podcast uh, Should really that's a different podcast that we're doing right now, Brandon. Ah, uh, crap. <laughs> uh, you go to nerdtalkplus.com i'm pretty sure I don't, yeah i think that's uh, what it was or gregor's nerdtalk.com i don't know you'll find it but um you could go do that but I, it's nerdtalkplus.com just to be clear nerdtalkplus.com yeah. so you can go there you can find us on the social media you can tell us what we get wrong or right you can also go leave us a review uh on on the itunes and um we'll talk about that in a sec but uh i just want to say that i was thinking about this earlier today um it is so I've left so few bad reviews uh, in my life, like on on you know the the old Google Maps and and all of the different places, Yelps and things like that that you can leave bad reviews. I just think today how nice it feels sometimes. Like I left this this guy at the car dealership a really nice uh, review on his um, service for my wife and I, and he said he got a promotion because of what? it. So I'm like, yeah, I know. I mean, it was like I, he he had like gone above and beyond. This was. Back when our son was born, he like our car was in the shop because I crashed it because it was icy out and they fixed it. And in the middle of fixing it, they were like, you got to get to the hospital. So we're going to or you're at the hospital. So we're going to bring you a, a, a rental car so you can get home from the hospital with your baby. Uh, and they like drove it to the hospital for us and like left it where it needed to be. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, they did a great job anyway. Uh, so if you want to review us and tell us what we get right, it's so much better than the, all of the people like my brother who tell us all the things that we get wrong. He just texted me and he said, hey, I was looking back at some of our texts and you told me that you were 100% positive that the Seattle hockey team was not going to be called the Kraken and here we are. And I was like, thanks a lot, dude, for bringing something up from literally over two years ago. You're like this, And way to dig for it. Like, what are you doing, dude? That's commitment. Yeah, that's probably better than your other brother being like, "Have you heard the?" and then insert reggae music that he's currently. 
Uh, I wish it was the reggae music that he was currently into. What is he? What's his thing? Uh, I mean, it, I never know. Um, it's really weird being, and I, I think you might you might experience this on the other end. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm the oldest of four, and it's really weird sometimes being the oldest because, uh, especially when there's a ten year age gap between me and my uh, youngest sibling, where I feel like I'm I'm literally in a different generation than my sister, who's the youngest, and even my brother, who's kind of like a cusper of Gen Z and, and millennial. And it like some, I just have no idea what the hell is going on or the, like the things that they're interested. I'm like, why, how, <laughs> what, what do you do? And like, I know it sounds like a very old guy thing to say is like, I don't understand the kids anymore, but like, it's true. I don't, I just don't get it. Um, shout outs to Siege on um, one of our Longtime listeners and just great human being. I spent a lot of time, we'll get to it here in a second, in uh, Florida on the Space Coast with him uh, for leaving a review of Old Nerd Talk Pus, Plus. And he said he is. Plus. Uh, I have Nerd Talk Pus. Ugh. I mean, if you don't get it treated, that's what happens. Uh, he's mad at me that I couldn't remember it was Shaggy. It wasn't me in Italian. I don't remember what he's referencing because my brain doesn't work like that. But also, yeah. please say Siege more. Hello, Siege. Hey, Siege. Thanks for the five-star review. We really appreciate it. It helps get the word out and more people amongst the sea of podcasts that no one can ever navigate. And here we are. And thanks, thanks what for we, like that. What, what we want you to do is leave us a review with a response to this week's question of the week. Mm, it's this week's question of the week. Which is, are electrical vehicles actually good? <laughs> We're talking about the EVs out there and this new uh, trend towards switching to battery power. All right, well, let's kick off this week with I live in Florida now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I'm back in Washington after spending some time. We got a podcast done from, and an episode of the show, rather, done from um, my hotel room in Florida as I was there trying to watch NASA send the Artemis Project, whose shirt I am wearing currently. Artemis 1 was supposed to launch. It did not. The new project from NASA is SLS, and they're trying to be stay in the space race with now not battling against necessarily the Chinese or the Russians or whatever that is. Those things are still applicable. But now against the private companies as well. Now, NASA works really closely with SpaceX, so it's going to be a thing. But SpaceX is getting closer and closer, other than when they set fires with their rocket tests, that um, to being able to launch their own heavy lift rocket to be able to start the colonization of the solar system, which is exciting in itself. But now, are we still doing that now that the queen is dead? We're still colonizing things. Uh, I think she's not the only colonizer. I don't think the British are the only ones. I think that True. they're okay. just they were just the best at it for a while there. So yeah, uh, yeah but uh, R.I.P. the queen, if that's your thing or whatever. I don't. I find myself in this really weird predicament where I have no attachment to that storyline at all but yeah, people yeah. every time anything happens with the royal family people around the world go to the tabloids to find out and it's just so of course when the queen passes at an appropriately old age that people are losing their minds so yeah it's a uh, uh my my grandma and my great grandma who I, I was pretty close with are both from um england and so they were I wouldn't say like hardcore royalists or anything like that, but they were pretty into it. Um, but it makes me think like, what if the new king was like, eh, 
we are going to colonize space. They're <laughs> slaves there. And then they started sending rocket ships to space. England, who is, uh, I, I mean, so I would imagine England is part of the, even though they've Brexited themselves out of this, uh, are they still part of the European Space Agency, the ESA, that does most of the uh, the rocket launches from Europe? I don't actually know what their affiliation is anymore with it. And it's one of the things that you wonder about. Like the, you know, professional sports is one of the big things that, like you see on a in a public front. There's obviously tons and tons and tons of implications with the behind the scenes stuff that no one like the kind of the bureaucratic stuff and kind of the trade you know, and yeah, all boring that, stuff, yeah. you know, that's but not entertainment yeah. generated. And since space does such a good space exploration and entertainment are so intertwined, which is fascinating because what other branch of the government do people actually give a crap about? And I didn't I truly didn't understand how much people cared about space. I, I thought I knew until I went to Kennedy Space Center to watch a rocket launch. And my goodness, it is packed full of people. Like, I consider myself a space nerd and not even not even the tip of the iceberg that, I, I, that my knowledge there is, like, small compared. It was amazing to see such cool minds and so many people so enthusiastic for space travel. Do you think it'd be like if um, – I, I, I think – Look, I, I like all of the stuff we talk about on the show. I love listening to you talk about space because you actually like oh, thanks. really get into it, right? Um, do you think it's because like if there was a space launch every other you know week or something like that, do you think it'd be quite the um, draw for people? Or do you think that it's because it's like, hey, look, uh, somebody like NASA launching a sh- uh, uh, rocket like this is such a rarity these days, especially when the the um the goals for this for the artemis project is still so romantic right it's like going back to the the moon even though there's like obviously we talked about in previous shows like a lot of science and like reasons that we're going to go back to the moon and and get better at doing space travel as uh, a species i suppose um but the idea that like uh you know if burning man was every other week it would probably not create the second largest city in nevada every time it happened yeah. right um so, like, do you think that that's just it's just like becomes the mecca for space nerds in the United States or at least in North America? Even I have two thoughts on this actually. One is I just saw a headline that SpaceX launched 52 times in 52 weeks, which is when the shuttle program was going, it was kind of the idea that you would be seeing shuttle launches all the time because it's a reusable spacecraft, and then they weren't able to execute that because it was too complex and you had to like keep the people inside alive and a lot of these spacex launches are without humans aboard it's very rare that they actually send humans up because it's there's a lot more at stake obviously two i like i said i didn't fully understand the scope of nasa and how much people are into it until you go into a kennedy space center they have nasa has their their biggest gift shop out of any of their locations and the marketing department of nasa is unbelievable the merchandising is star wars level merchandising it's there's everything you could possibly think of they put an NASA logo on too and there's a lot of clever stuff like i spent 54 dollars on a hydro flask that had the nasa noodle logo on it it looks awesome <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah 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 but the other thing is uh, for them is that because it's like a government thing yeah. It's all pretty reasonably priced. Like, Hydroflask is just expensive, and so you 
you put another few bucks on there to license out the logo or whatever. But like a twenty dollar t shirt that I'm wearing, that's not outrageous. You go no. to a concert and it's a fifty dollar t shirt or whatever, and then Macklemore sings a song about it and it's ridiculous and it's that's fifty dollars for a t shirt. But um yeah. yeah, it's it really opened my eyes to NASA, despite not currently getting a lot of good headlines generating their own through marketing and through um and through merchandising it's fan it's kind of like star wars like i said star yeah. wars pretty much garbage but they market the crap out of it with electric glowy lightsaber swords you know like and i love every second of it don't get me wrong first of all hot take <laughs> star wars pretty much garbage says gregor on this show despite the fact that i know he himself has seen each of those movies many times yeah absolutely um including the bad ones which according to him is all of them apparently <laughs> i went back and watched the original trilogy trilogy recently um, yeah. when i had covid and ah it's so romantic like it's just it's great and then you watch some of the newer stuff and it's so like uh, it's just really super corny like the yeah not only is there bad dialogue, but also there's, um, you could tell they're doing it to sell toys, not to uh, yeah. make good quality. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So so we uh, we did a show uh, the last time that you and I did this show. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about how you had to make a decision where the Artemis launch got scrubbed. Uh, you had to make a decision yeah. if you were going to like be good... Uh, a good father and husband and return (laughs) from Florida uh, to home uh, or if you were going to stay in Florida for the additional five days Mm -hmm. from when the launch was scrubbed to when it was rescheduled. And um, you made the decision uh, to abandon your family, no, to to stay in Florida with um, Siege, who is chaotic uh, neutral. um, (laughs) And, and, you, I, I saw pictures of you holding an alligator. So you do live in Florida now. You're holding an alligator. I think you went on a fan boat. Yeah, um, they call them airboats uh, there. I don't know why. Air airboats. Um, so you are Floridian, Florida now? man for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a couple things. One, last time we did the show, uh, yes, like you said, my um, my options were Monday they scrubbed, stay till Friday for the next attempt, <clears throat> or go home and be with my family. And so I chose to. I called my wife, and she was like, "Listen, I want you to stay there. We, you know, we spent so much money to get you there and everything. And like, what's a few more days? It'll be fine. It's not like you contribute around the house at all. So, uh, like, it's uh, we won't. We ain't missing much. Yeah, we exactly like. So, um, 
Yeah, so she, she talked me into that, and then we were our family vacation to, for my father-in-law's 70th birthday was the following weekend. So on Friday, I would go watch it, then I would go to the airport and fly to San Francisco to meet up with them. And so on Wednesday, they were like, we're going to go again, but on Saturday. <laughs> I was like, ah. So I've already like booked to stay till Friday, and then I just called my wife, and I was like, should I, I'm I'm staying right, and she was like, "Yeah, for sure." And so yeah. I missed the family vacation. I like live in Florida. I I think I became a resident by accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned a really. You're imp- wearing jean shorts right now. <laughs> Please call them jorts if you're gonna do jorts. Them, sorry, thank you. Um, yeah, I. Uh, you're even speaking their language now. <laughs> it was crazy because the first. This is just anecdotal, but the first couple days I was there, I was like. I've never been somewhere where the people drive as badly as this. Orlando, you are number one in my whole life of terrible, terrible drivers. And then everyone. They're not used to wheels. They're used to the big old fans behind them. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm on the road now. I'm used to just being able to like cut over this median. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know what the Everglades were before I went there. Sure. I thought, like, are they mountains or like a golf course that, you know, whatever? And like, no, yeah. they're just giant swamps everywhere. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but yeah, the fan boat thing is like you just see them being driven down the road on the behind trucks and stuff, and I'm like, what is going? This is for re- I'm for real in Florida, but like people are awful drivers, and then like I say that, and people are like, no, Seattle drivers are the worst. I'm like, no, they're like the slowest, and like they're they're not the least safe or the worst. Like Florida is just like, oh, I got to turn there. That's five lanes. Yeah, I'm just going for it, and I'd be like, <laughs> what is going on here? And Seed would just be like, Florida, bro, and I'd be like. And they went, for Ron DeSantis, and then cranked it. I don't even think that they have those. Like, what I found was it was just a bunch of people acting independently of each other. And then, like, every, it's just everyone for themselves, and they just go it's, for it. It's it's like those, uh, Florida is like, uh, I'm always I'm always surprised. So, like, I've, I've done a little bit of international traveling, not a ton, um, but a little bit. And some of that was in Thailand, where uh, traffic laws like exist, but are more of a suggestion. It's like whoever honks you know? first gets to go. Yeah, yeah. And you've just got people everywhere, and like a lot of people in these rickety, you know, yeah. uh, tuk-tuks, which are, you know, if you get hit on that, or if you lean too far one way, it tips over and you're done. Um, now. Uh, Part of me is always surprised when I go to other parts of our own country. Um, I have not spent any time in Florida, but I've spent time in other parts of the country where you go and you're like, oh, laws are just different here. (laughs) Like this road was a one way until it became a one way in the exact opposite direction, New Jersey. Um, And and so, yeah, uh, I, I mean, you're you're. Are you adept uh, uh, to the to the new laws there? You, I mean, you're you're obviously home right now. Yeah. Um, in, oh, in and around Seattle, just packing your bags to 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 go back yeah. and live out of Siege's uh, broom closet. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna share the Tiguan and we're gonna drive around Florida, yeah. just cutting people off. Um, yeah, great. I was having a real hard time with it, and then when he was just like, "Dude, it's just Florida," and he's from Florida, and he's like, uh, "I'm a pretty progressive guy," and I felt like he was too, and it wasn't like Florida wasn't just. I don't. I, this is said without judgment, but like you see it, how Florida's painted, and it's not just like the Trump blimp flying around everywhere. It's just a bunch of people don't give a crap about anyone else, apparently. And so, like, I didn't feel any type of politics at play or anything. But I'll tell you what, no one wears a motorcycle helmet, and that's just not a problem. Oh, dude, I live like 
uh, 30 minutes from the border to Idaho, yeah. which uh, you do feel it's it's Florida light, but it's also Florida condensed down to North Idaho, yeah. which is like nobody's nobody wears a motorcycle helmet because liberty and freedom. And uh, second of all, you do get all of the the political yeah. uh, uh, ness. And now so the, bringing this back to a little bit to NASA. Um, there was a time, and I, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Is now can I can I finish maybe, one thing real quick, and then we'll get to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold that thought. But the idea was after like a day and a half of being there, and just making. I made a couple friends while I was there. Siege is one of them, and then my coworker that works out of there by himself. And I was like, hey, let's hang out. But after um after hanging out with Siege, like after like two or three days, it just became like instead of being mad at how crazy people were there, just like independently behaving without any thought for humanity, I was just like, yeah, Florida. And it just became accepted. You're just like, that guy just cut me off crazy, but like, it's Florida, so that's, yeah. set your expectations. And it was really helpful for me that, like, rather did than. It free, did it free you to be able to, like, also be the anus on the, on the <laughs> road? Um, yeah, but that's not my style, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's not. I, I am too conscientious, probably, of the people around me that aren't my family. And it's like, uh, so, like, I'm really worried about not cutting someone off or not making an illegal turn or whatever. But there was times where I was, like, out of light, and I was like, oh, I am going the wrong – hold on one second. And just whipped it around and went – and I was like, I mean, as long as I go first, it's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. And so then I got back here, and I was like, oh, my God, everyone is so cautious and slow. And, and I'm just blowing by around people, like, boop, 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 boop. And then I'm like, dude, you can't just say Florida and, and do that here. <laughs> when you're not in Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like – yeah, I, I. It was very liberating to go somewhere where the cares are different. I wonder if you put Florida plates on your car, if it's like if it's kind of seen as you know how like when um when other countries send ambassadors and yeah. stuff and and they bring their cars and they get they get like diplomatic immunity yeah. to certain things, right? Like if you put Florida plates on your car in Washington State, like are you allowed to just like monster truck over people? Dude, if you're in Spokane, like, well, I got I got the I got the Florida plates. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, just I just have like interstate <laughs> immunity. Just like yeah, I don't know. Yep, that's what I do now. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's um. There's something about being there, and again, I found people of all types. Of I had to do laundry at some point because I stayed five days longer than I anticipated, and like I went to a laundromat and just like a normal looking, nah, normal's not the right word, but just like you're like there's a standard Publix and a restaurant and all these other things, but this was just a uh, Cuban laundromat that was just there within all these uh, other. I'm just trying to say that there was like largely English speaking businesses yeah, there. Yeah, and then yeah, I walked yeah. in and they like, there was no English to be spoken. And I was like, yeah. all right, game on. And Here we go. It, it felt, yeah. it felt really great. Cause the area I live in is not very multicultural except for my specific neighborhood where there's a ton of inter- international technology workers. But, um, it was nice to go somewhere where I was like, all right, well, we're just going to figure it out. Right. And they're like, yep. Yep. And then we just figured out life and carried on with it. It was cool. That is cool. Um, I'm curious if, and like this, that, that even gets to the the question that I was going to ask you is like, you've, you've now spent some time down, um, at the Kennedy space center. You've, uh, spent some time in Orlando and obviously you're from here and you were surprised by, you know, the turnout for uh, Mm. a space launch. And it, it made me think like in the, you know, when we first, 
uh, as a as the nation, as the United States, as when we like the original during the space race, there was so much excitement and pride over the fact that we were the first to the moon, right? Yeah, and all of that, and there seemed to be a like a very, I mean, and I don't know, obviously, I wasn't alive in 1969, but like there seemed to be a national uh, uh, movement or at least collective excitement around something like this. And now it feels like it's much more niche to like a, a group of people who really follow and get excited about this stuff because we're, exp- I mean, there's a, a million theories why we're exposed to so much more information. You can be into so many more. Yeah. Niche, the bachelorette is on tonight. I don't have time right. for hearing about human achievement. I have to watch uh, well, scripted well, love television. Well, despite the fact that like we've been to space a bunch of times since then we're sending, like you just said, like SpaceX sends 52 rockets a year, you know, 52 weeks, 52 rockets. Like it just kind of seems like, okay, yeah. cool. Great. You got oh, the rocket scrub. Okay. Whatever. Like this, uh, do you feel like this is something like Artemis or going to the moon again is something that'll get people stoked about it again? Because like I think even like being in Florida, the people that in Orlando that live next to this place, uh, did you sense like that there was this like buzz uh, uh, around, you know, or was was Buzz Aldrin around? No, did Maybe. you sense that there was there was like any sort of buzz or general kind of like feel of excitement about this thing? Or was everybody like, oh, the queen's dead? Actually, that was afterwards, yeah. but whatever. So. Yeah, I hear what you said. We send her to space like Elon Musk sent that guy in the car. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Oh, if only she was a space nerd. That'd be so Dude, cool. I was thinking about how like the, a, a future king of England, like one of these young yeah. kids, is going to be uh, like the king of England is going to have played Fortnite, right? <laughs> and like may leave in their will, like want to be spent, sent to space when dead. <laughs> hey, did you know that Prince Harry doesn't have a last name? It's just Harry? He has four names. It's like Harry, David, John, Stanley, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> there's no, there, he doesn't have a last name, just by the nature of his, like his kids have last names, but they, he doesn't. And I like, I had to Google like three different things to try and figure this out. And I was like, no, 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 because he's a sovereign or whatever you call it. Like he, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, yeah. He, he's not a Windsor. He's just Harold so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I'm like, what? So, I mean, just doesn't his last, doesn't the last name in that string be his last name? I mean, it is the last of four <laughs> listed, sure, but it's not like, uh, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. It's huh. it's very, Interesting. very, very odd to me. Anyway. Um, okay. So, yeah, this it's really fascinating because all the hotels were sold out and everything along Cocoa Beach. Oh, dude, when you're driving Cocoa Beach, that's like the beach where you can watch the launches from. It's like beautiful, idyllic travel vacation type beaches along the coast of Florida there, central Florida. Uh, there's like a couple islands and then you're on the, the final beach. It's really great. And the water's beautiful and warm and ah, so cool. Um, but when you're driving along on that, on that beach strip there, you're driving on A1A, Beachfront Avenue, like vanilla ice. It's crazy. You're like, wow, A1 it's a real a, place. Beachfront yeah. Avenue. Uh, yeah, you're like, it's a real place. Yeah, it's, and I never thought about where that might be. And that is Vanilla Ice Floridian because, I mean, that checks out. It would make sense. Yeah. 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 But, um, so yeah, there was like a, a, at NASA, there was like this really big excitement. And then I think that there's, um, I think it fi- is kind of, huh, I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody, and that's not the goal here. The idea is that I think that there might be a little educational bias here. I felt like the older and 
higher in class the people I would talk to were, the more that they were informed about the rocket launch. And the younger or lower in class, the less that they knew. Generalizing big time here. But, like, if if the people didn't work on Cocoa Beach at a resort bar, they didn't know. But they would, they knew because people were coming in. Or because yeah, yeah. everyone that's lived there forever has watched the launches of anything for their whole lives. And so I felt like at the... You know, I was staying just ran- in some random hotel, just like in not in the tourism zone or anything like that. And so I'd go to the coffee shop and I'd, they'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm here for the rocket launch. And they'd be like, what's that mean? And I'm like, you know, the, you know, the r- things that shoot into the air from 40 miles that way that like make up a lot of noise and light up the sky. And they're like, I guess. And I'm like, what? But then I would like sit down and have coffee and I'd be wearing like a piece of NASA or something. And then, you know, the old guy next to me would be like, oh, you're here for the launch. And then he could like well, talk to me about it, and so. But I wonder, do you think that like that could be somewhat residual of yeah. the fact that like it used to be really cool, and like yeah. now it's less exciting? Like so, like of course your your older people who grew up on that stuff mm-hmm. uh, are going to be like way more interested in it. Where like even me, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, it's another rocket. You know, I don't follow the stuff yeah. closely like you do. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, we're sending a rocket. What makes, thankfully I know you because like, I can be like, what makes this different yeah. than the 52 that SpaceX sent up or the, all the ones that blue origin and, and you know, the, the Bezos one. And is that one blue origin? No, no Bezos Let's, is blue origin. Oh, it, uh, it had a problem in their launch today. This is crazy. This is, I'm sorry for the tangent, but they shot their booster today with a crew capsule on the top empty. And yeah. they got a real life test of the um, of the escape system on it because there was a problem with the booster. I, I don't know if it blew up or not, but it definitely had a big fire. And then from the top of it, the I'm sorry, this is crude, but the the tip of the craft, the head, the head yeah. of the craft, went blasting off to save who would be on board from exploding. And it worked perfectly. And it, the chutes deployed, and it came back down to earth just one minute and change after the launch of it. And so. Um, yeah, some problems for Bezos and his Blue Origin, to be expected. But that makes me worry so much about Artemis and the SLS. That's the Artemis is the program. SLS is the space launch system that this new rocket is. That, you know, Blue Origin's fired 20 rockets or 50 rockets or whatever, and they had a problem at this point. NASA can't even get this rocket to hold fuel. Well, I mean, it kind of seems like rockets and space travel uh, – uh, is is kind of like this game of you're never going to be 100%. You're just going to be as good as you can be for now, yeah. which seems wild when you're talking about lighting off incredibly large combustion engines and explosions to launch things off of the planet and outside of the atmosphere yeah. uh, and p- perhaps with people attached to it as well. So very cool for Blue Origin to like be able to test their yeah. ejecting uh, head that will like protect the the little people inside of it. But also like uh, the the fact that, yeah, you've done this, uh, you know, a hundred times or however many times, 50 times. And, and still like we haven't like just it's I was thinking about this with childbirth. Um, like we've been doing childbirth as a species for 
ever, right? Like for as long as our species has existed, like, and we still, uh, anybody who's ever witnessed childbirth or, or yeah. has heard stories about it, like we still have such a hard time like delivering humans. And it, even though it's like one of the most fundamental things, it's like that, take that, which can obviously so many things can go wrong. Obviously so many things can go wrong with a rocket as well, but like you do it enough times, you build it the same exact way. It worked last time. What happened this time? Right. You know? It's, yeah, I totally agree. The I saw a stat that like uh, it was from. I'm reading John Green's book, The Anthro. Uh, what's the current the Anthropocene reviewed? It's fantastic. And one of the things he talks about is how childbirth, like half of kids wouldn't make it to age five before, and a quarter of the women would die in childbirth. And so we've obviously gotten way better about that, despite the fact in the U.S. the stats for uh, mortality at birth for women is now getting worse mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last five ten years or whatever. Um, yeah, it's so like the, the controversy around the SLS is that, and I didn't know this and shame on me, but I read this big article when I got back from Ars Technica that was talking about how now there's been six attempts to fuel up the SLS and launch and not necessarily launch it, but there's been six attempts to fuel it for launch. And two of them happened to be while I was there and they didn't launch, but the other four were before that and they've never been able to fuel it to capacity. For the because liquid hydrogen is so tricky, and so they need that flex seal. <laughs> just keeps leaking out. They just need to go whoop, slap it on there. That's what's happening. They just well, they Billy just Mays is some... dead. Okay, Brandon, yeah. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> I don't think that's actually the right guy. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, what I read about was that hydrogen being the smallest atom. It's it's number it's one right. It's hydrogen then carbon. I think on the mm-hmm. periodic elements. Um, and because it's so small, when you try to freeze it, it gets even tighter or something. And then when you try to put it into the rocket, it just all it does is escape. It just has like you have to factor in that there's no that you have to build something that can hold the smallest molecule in order to transfer it. And so there was like big controversy when they designed SLS to be like, don't do liquid hydrogen because it's impossible. It's like, it's so difficult to work with and you're just going to create a lot of problems. Well, there I am waiting for it to go up after being in Florida for nine days and it doesn't go up. And I read this article being like, well, of course it didn't because it's liquid hydrogen. is such a pain in the butt. I'm like, oh, great. I didn't know that that was a, a limiting factor when I agreed to this trip. And shame on me for not doing due gil- diligence, but that sucks <laughs> to get there and yeah. be like, oh, we don't even know how to fuel this thing. And- it's like we knew, they knew beforehand that that could be an issue. And they were like, oh, well, we got it scheduled. It's like, have you ever been on uh, uh, responsible for a project and the higher ups just say, okay, you have to deliver it on this date. And you're like, hey, this thing don't work. Or this thing is not ready to be ready for that date. Yeah. And then they're like, nope, still got to do it. Uh, Greg's coming and we got to launch the thing. Uh, and Yeah, you know, I've this, watched this... Return of the Jedi when the Emperor yeah. shows up to make sure that they're back on schedule. I get it. Yeah. It's a fully operational yeah. Death Star. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Bad, yeah. Bad yeah. Look around. It's uh, the, the toilets are working. Uh, the big laser thing, not, right, not quite ready yet. They're like, that's why we came. The um, Emperor's coming here. We shall be double <laughs> efforts. We, uh, if the emperor had read the last 70 emails that we sent him, he would have known that the damn thing wasn't ready to, to fire the laser yet, but here he is, he's showing up and we, we don't have the dang thing done. Gregor's here. Uh, I wrote a paper about it. (laughs) I want there to be a film now to add to the garbage Star Wars films. I want there to be a film about the 
empire's bureaucracy and like the couple people below the emperor like the emperor shows up and he's like hey like in robot chicken he's just kind of like a character but like i want it to be the people that are below the emperor being like he doesn't check his freaking email what am i supposed to do he force choked the last three guys i don't know what to tell you Like, well, he can check his email with his mind, you know. But he's not. He's just in there listening to Jimmy Buffett. Like, what is going on? (laughs) Dude, did you just purr my last email, the emperor? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) So, yeah, it's like, (laughs) I want to see that show where it's like, what, what is he responsible for? He's like... Ah, the growth in Sector 5 isn't strong enough. We need more. <laughs> the hydrogen needs to be contained better. <laughs> Let that, you know? Like, <laughs> you think I have time to lo- read all your emails? I'm the freaking emperor. <laughs> I s- Where, somebody get my Wookiee czar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> to, the, to answer your bigger question here, I think that with all things right now, we're so there's so many avenues of information coming in that there's not really a thing that anyone is as pumped up about as we potentially were 10 years ago and and i think that goes from the nfl the biggest sports league in the country i think that there's people just have other options now from that to space to music to film like rarely does anyone does everyone come together for like one thing and be like this is the thing like the closest is like the new game of thrones show but i remember when the original was on and i'd be like talking about game of thrones all the time and i like you had to have hbo to watch it and there's like a price point there and how many people were not watching it and just pretending to be just knew that it was pop culture or whatever without actually seeing it and it's well and i think it's it's true as well it's like the bigger that something gets the more volatile they become as well and so it's like the bigger that we get excited about space you've always got the guy that's like well should we shouldn't we be spending money on climate change and it's like yes absolutely you're not wrong but also like you're gonna get that bigger 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 voice against the thing that you're excited about uh while you're also getting this thing excited and plus i just follow the tiktoks that say that uh, rocket launches aren't real uh, <laughs> and that uh, the earth is flat anyway and so realistically what's happening is that this is all a big ruse from NASA oh we can't launch the rocket it's like you never were able to launch the rocket because you know and the Illuminati uh, told you and the Illuminati has has NASA in big big uh, flat earth pocket and now they can't launch the ship because they know where it's going to go, which is nowhere. I saw someone the other day talking about, of all the conspiracy theories, Flat Earth is the most fun because there's, like, no... Like no one gets harmed by Flat Earth. Right. Like, no one... They're just, like, you're... It's it's so wildly untrue and it doesn't affect anything that, like... Yeah. You know, be a kook all you want for that. Uh, It it does harm somebody. It harmed the one guy who who got crowdfunded uh, his own rocket... (laughs) Uh, to launch so he could get up and see the app. Like, what is it called? The, uh, the curvature the, of the earth. The, the curvature of the earth. Yeah, but there's like a term sure. for it. But like he got, he wanted to get up high enough so he could prove that obviously the earth was flat and then he like died because his rocket sucked. You know, sometimes, um, sometimes the problems have a way of sorting themselves. <laughs> Which brings us back to this, uh, this week's question of the week. Uh, are electric vehicles good? <laughs> so I mean, uh, I mean, electric vehicle. You can't throw an electric engine on a on a rocket and get that bad boy to space. So my uh, answer, easy, no. <laughs> well, 
uh, while I was in the at the Space Coast. Again, Orlando is 40 miles inland from the coast, and um, so you have to like actually commute out there. So then I had to have a rental car, all these things, right? And when I went to book it, the rental car company gave me a great rate on. No, it was a. They gave me an upgrade to a Tesla. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I want an electric car so bad. And they gave me the opportunity to have like a five day test drive. Okay, killer. So I took him up on it. And it was the car is so fast and really cool, but it has massive weird things going on with it. They clearly design it to be an autopilot car because in front of the steering wheel, when you're looking at the windshield and you look down to see how fast you're going, there's no display whatsoever. You have to literally look at the center console to see how fast you're going, which is mind-boggling to me that you would want to take your eyes off the road to be able to do that. And as my friend John Manley pointed out, well, how else are you going to play your game of Tetris while you're driving? And Okay, fine. And they have all kinds of games in the center console of the Teslas. Um, a lot of weird things that the Tesla does and weird, weird operations, and you have to, like, they're just trying to reinvent how we drive, and it seems very unnecessary because the way that we do it now is, like, pretty functional and, like, worked out pretty pretty great so i drove this thing what i found was that it has a 250 miles worth of range but you have to always know where a supercharger is in order to fill it back up and you can fill you can charge for like a half hour and get like you know like uh 30 percent recharged or something. i don't know how much it was but like and you go and you pay for these superchargers there's an account associated with the rental car and like it it just tax it on or whatever you know it's like filling up your car with gas anything else except for it takes a half an hour and so you can't just be like oh i'm almost out of gas better pull over and just grab some and then two minutes from now i'll be on the road again it's like you're screwed you gotta hope you're not late for something yeah or that you didn't miss planet or whatever it is and so the car is so fun to drive it like reacts really well it's super high speed it like it accelerates like nobody's business and this is just like an entry level kind of basic one I love it. I would absolutely, like, it wouldn't be probably my first choice of an electric car, but if somebody gave me the opportunity, if they're like, here, you can have this one, I'd be like, you betcha, um, which is obvious. Any car, pretty much, that someone gave me, I'd be pumped about, but you know what I mean. I think the spirit of what I'm saying. So then yeah. I returned that car, and then I'm going to stay longer, so I rent another one, and then I have to... After a few days of having that one, I go to extend the rental on it. And they're going to charge me $500 to extend it. But for $47 a day, I can get a new rental. So I have to drive back to the airport and drop it off and pick up another one. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty cheesed about that or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm talking to the lady. I'm like, why wouldn't you just let me do this? And she's like, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. And I was like, okay, well, I need another car. Which one can I get? Great. And I was like, no, this one sucks. I, I don't want this one. How about that one? And just can you just give me your newest car? Just whatever that is within my price point, just the newest one. And she was like, oh, uh, how do you feel about electric cars? And I was like, yeah, another Tesla. And she was like, the Chevy Bolt. And I was like, I've never considered myself as someone who would get excited about an American car, but it's the newest one. It's going to work. I just wanted to have the like distance detection on the car in front of you so it slows itself down if you are like. Uh, whatever because florida yeah exactly and yeah and i was like great i gotta tell you i got into this electric car and it was bad ass like i would recommend the chevy bolt to anyone ever forever it was so fun it had all the bells and whistles and it had a screen in front of you that you could read to see how fast you were going and just 
it's not my favorite car in terms of looks or whatever, but it, like, I called my wife and was like, you got to test drive this. She needs a car that has a short hood so she can see over it because she doesn't like the big cars of today, like my Outback or whatever. And she just, yeah. and, and we want an electric car. And I was like, you got to, you got to test drive this. It's incredible. But then again, I go to meet my buddy on the last night and I'm like weighing out, am I going to meet him and I have to find a charger? Or am I going to uh, just stay here and have enough to return the car in the morning when I leave? And so I, I'll call meet him. So I had to find a supercharger, and you have to look it up, and you have to hope no one's using it and all these things. And again, I had to sit for an hour in a parking lot being like, boop, boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, while it's just charging. The least efficient way of doing these things. So the question of the week, are electric vehicles actually good? I want to know what people think about this because if you don't own a home where you can have a charger and you can plug it in for eight hours overnight while you're not driving and you're sleeping, I can't imagine that having an electric car is good. I I get concerned. I this is not where I thought you were going to take it because I feel like this is the this is the fun conversation to have about electric vehicles mm-hmm. about like uh, are they good to drive are they are they convenient when you have to do these long stops for for charging and things like that yeah. i thought you were going to take it to the fact that uh we've recently uh learned that the world's lithium reserves are uh potentially not going to be enough to meet the demand of everybody owning an electric car uh and so it kind of renders the whole thing moot of like we still have to have renewable Obviously, electricity is a renewable uh, uh, resource, right? It doesn't generate um, uh, emissions, so good, great for the planet, yada yada. Uh, but also, like the batteries are be- are made out of lithium, and we need to be able to uh, build enough batteries as all of these different states, like California and, and potentially Washington down the road, start to uh, legislate about when you can actually you know, how long we're actually going to be able to buy combustible engine vehicles over the next few years. And uh, all new vehicles sold in, within the state are going to have to be electric vehicles. Uh, I live right next to Idaho, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. <laughs> um, so I'm not worried about it. They're going to ban but... electric vehicles. Not... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your car, <laughs> your emissions test mm, doesn't produce enough emissions. <laughs> Failed. <laughs> <laughs> What's the zero crap? <laughs> yeah, it's... The so the, I mean there's this is a, a like a ethics or business ethics yeah. discussion that yeah, like goes yeah. on and like I, I feel like the progress to make the progress you got to make some pretty big leaps and then that forces everyone to figure out how to do it and to make it work but like if you run out of lithium I read a story today that there's some scientists that are using lobster and crab shells to make batteries <laughs> and I'm like. Okay. Was the liquid like melted butter or like what's going on here? <laughs> um, and like, but cool, I guess you're going to do that. You're going to make batteries out of that stuff, and that would be better than the thing that we don't have lithium. But like, also, Bezos is just going to send mining rockets to asteroids that we identify has whatever you could use instead of lithium to make a battery. And then we discovered an asteroid full of crabs. <laughs> this is perfect. How do you think we got life on Earth? <laughs> yeah. No, this is, uh, uh, I mean, great. We found a, an alternative way to make batteries. It's, uh, it turns out if you take the shells of crabs and lobsters that we can make batteries. Great. Now lobsters and lo- and crabs are extinct. 
Well, I said naked, but yeah, like you just have a bunch of like, grow your shell back, yeah. dummy, and like, ah, I'm cold. And then there's like some lady that's like, nudity is a sin. Yeah. So anyway, I'm curious to know if like you think that the, without talking about the emissions and all that stuff, if you think yeah, it's yeah. practical to own an electric car, let us know. Uh, nerdtalkplus.com to find us and uh, at Hey Gregor, at Brandon MG on uh, on the social medias and stuff. Let us know what you think. I've never driven an electric car. so It's worth uh, doing a test drive of a Tesla. I want to try it. I want to try it's it. It's worth it. Just like go ask to test drive it. It's awesome. They're so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. I, I recommend it for everybody. Is it practical? We'll find out. All right. Well, that uh, brings us to the end of yet another very not heady show where we Went back and try and figure out what is it that we learned this week. Brandon, what did you learn this week? Um, I learned that if I ever drive in Florida, I have to forget everything I know about driving. <laughs> it's more importantly, it's just that rather than letting yourself get mad, just be like, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Uh, Gregor, what did you learn this week? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like I learned a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about because we just talked about going to space and Bezos and yeah. yeah. I learned that uh, you can make batteries out of uh, crab shells, and so that's what uh, what are the Cracker Barrel? The place that is that is that the place where everybody throws the crab the, the stuff on the ground? Joe's like Crab you, Shack, maybe the Crab Shack. Yeah. yeah, like that. Maybe that's been their plan all this time. Is they've known. Crab Shack is no. This is uh, my second conspiracy theory of the show. Uh, the Crab Shack is known for decades that they can make batteries out of crab and lobster shell. So they have been unwittingly let, using our labor that we paid them for to crack these shells and dispose of them where they've been collecting them so that they can then monopolize the market for crab batteries. Crab, crab batteries. <laughs> It's like the it's like the equivalent of the you pick them blueberry farms or whatever. Like, yeah, we don't yeah, want you like now that yeah. we can't pay people that are here illegally to do it. We'll just have photo ops and tell people that it's cute. You're yeah. a farmer. It's like, oh, oh, it's cute. You're like, oh, you get to eat a few of the blueberries. Good for you. Leave the basket here, though. Should learn to grow crabs on trees and then combine the two. Oh, dude, that's what. Uh, where do you think crab apples come from? Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. 10 a.m. every Tuesday. We're live on the Odyssey app, uh, or you can always listen on demand also on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gregor. He's Brandon. Thanks. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.